Hey everybody, just as this is being recorded, we are really getting into the coronavirus outbreak and the effects it's having on all of society, and uh, that does include musicians. Both the main guest on the this week's episode, Stephen Evans, as well as the crickets who are uh, providing the closing song, they are working, performing musicians who uh, really make a lot of their income off of live performances, and that is just not happening right now. I don't talk about this a lot, but this is a, definitely a free podcast and there's no advertising and I don't ever try to sell you anything, but um, I do want you to, if you can, support these musicians. You can support Steven with Venmo at Venmo.com slash Steven Evans 56. That's Steven with a PH. And you can support the crickets at Patreon.com slash the crickets and that's T-H-E-K-R-I-C-K-E-T-S. They will appreciate it. I will appreciate it. And if you give them a substantial amount or even a small amount, send me a note about it and I'll send you a customized drawing of something. They are very popular. Thanks for hearing me out on that. And here's this week's episode. Welcome to WNC Original Music, episode 82, the Hocus Pocus episode, also the laryngitis episode. I think it'll get better as we go along. Lots of talking is good for laryngitis, right? Okay, good. This week we have Stephen Evans. Stephen is a very gifted singer-songwriter from Asheville. He plays both solo and with his band, The True Grits. Stephen has got several releases out on all the music platforms like Spotify and iTunes, so search for those, and also go to his website, stephenevansmusic.com. And I know people love it when I spell stuff. Stephen is spelled S-T-E-P-H-E-N, evansmusic.com. During the interview part of this episode, you are going to hear a just a very adorable pug who is snoring just about the whole time. Uh, he is very cute, and uh, I just left it in, first of all, because it's hard to take out, and second of all, because uh, I just love it being in here. Uh, here is Stephen Evans. Thank you. 
Star. That is a uh, it's one of my older songs, and it is about a guy putting uh, someone he's attracted to on a pedestal and a uh, pedestal, and uh, it basically. <laughs> Sorry, it's all right. I'll tell everybody. So test your t- editing. That's uh, we. I want to just we'll just announce that's Ollie the pug. <laughs> He's visiting with us, so you're going to hear him <laughs> snoring. It's he's, just, he's excited. It's, just, it's a dog. It might sound like something else, but it is a dog making sounds, <laughs> mostly snoring. Okay, I'll start over with more. the Shining Star. Okay. <laughs> Shining Star, that is a, uh, a song that I wrote a while back about uh, basically having a crush on somebody and putting them on a pedestal and, uh, and just... 
believing they are bigger than anyone could ever live, live up to being. And uh, that's basically the gist of that song. True story? Based in reality? It is based in reality. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. And what is that person's name? <laughs> yeah, yeah he's so. writing it down for me. Oh, oh, yeah, I knew them. That was written 19 years ago. Maybe, oh, okay. maybe 18. So I'm guessing 19 years ago, you probably wrote, you probably had a lot of songs. How many yes. songs do you have left from 19 years ago that you still play like this? Um, I wrote a lot of the my first record, Something to Bleed, is are, has songs on it that were written back then. Mm-hmm. And maybe a little before then, and uh, but I wanted to get them down because I liked the songs, and and they they I put out that record in 2015, so they, they mm. had some age on them, but oh, yeah. I thought they were still good, mm. and, and uh, that that one's one of them. How many uh, releases do you have? Two, two. Okay. I have that one from 2015, uh, something to bleed. That's a LP, mm-hmm. and then the. Uh, under the Bridge is an EP that I released in 2017. Like uh, you and a guitar or a full band or mixture? It's, it's the majority, like 99% of it is me and my band, mm-hmm. The True Grits. Okay. Uh, yeah, talk about The True Grits a little bit. True Grits. Oh, geez. Those, <laughs> there they are. They're the True Grits are uh, some guys I've known for a long time. I used to work with... Uh, two of them at Asheville Pizza, which is now Asheville Brewing Company. And uh, the drummer who didn't work there used to come in there, and, and he was kind of a regular there at the time. So I've known them for almost almost 20 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, we always talked about playing music together, and finally we did starting in 2014. So, so pretty same guys this yeah. whole time? That's unusual. And my friend Kyle Corbett joins me as well sometimes on lead lead acoustic guitar. Brian Shoemaker, he is a, the bass player um, who also does background vocals. And he um, is a natural guitar player, so he really learned, he started playing bass just to play with my band. So that's an interesting little tidbit. He plays lead guitar on the records, though. Um, uh, Woodstock is my mandolin player, and Sam Hess is the drummer. Just want to mention that. There's a burn 
Lasting Lover's Spell is a song I wrote after a breakup um, when I was feeling kind of frustrated whether, like, am I ever going to meet somebody that I have a long, you know, that I have a lifetime relationship with? So I was wondering, you know, I've had, you know, a few good relationships and 
after that breakup, I was just like, am I ever going <laughs> to, mm-hmm. it was just kind of a frustration song. But then I, I added a, on the end of it, I, I after I got over my frustration, I realized oh, so I'll meet somebody someday. Mm-hmm. And the ending's kind of a, a positive outlook right. on things. So. Oh. And um, how long ago was that written? That one was written about, I would say, mid-2005 mm-hmm. or 2006. Where can people find your music? They can find my CDs at the shows um, that I play, uh, or they can go online to stephenevansmusic.com. That links to... Uh, CD Baby, as well as iTunes and Spotify and all those sites. More from Stephen in just a few moments. want to remind you that you can find his stuff at stephenevansmusic.com. That's Stephen with a PH. Also, you can find him on Instagram and Facebook. Just search Stephen Evans Music, and there you can find uh, video clips, sound clips, and uh, updates for his upcoming events uh, i just checked and he's got a lot of stuff coming up we're going to put that in the show notes and description but you're better off just going to his facebook page and looking for events and signing up for regular updates for that also don't forget to sign up for the podcast wherever you get your podcasts subscribe to wnc original music it's on all the major podcast platforms and a lot of the minor ones and uh, some of the medium ones as well also we're on Pandora and iHeartRadio as well. And you can ask uh, either Siri or your smart speaker to play WNC original music. And that should work on smart speaker. You have to say play podcast WNC original. Hey, this is Jesse Frizzell, AKA the bullet bourbon bandit. And you are listening to WNC original music because you have exceptional taste. What do you think like the biggest change the biggest thing you've learned in something that you would do that you do differently. Songwriting wise. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I used to write a lot more quickly cause I didn't edit myself. I didn't try to make the lines flow mm. as well as I do now, like with word rhythm and, uh, syllables. And I, I really try to make it, the words have a rhythm to them, so they fit better in the phrasing. And, oh yeah, yeah. Um, and just I, from reading from when I started, like reading books, I learned learned yeah. a, a lot more beautiful words that I would oh, try yeah. to put in there and be more descriptive with adjectives. And, yeah, you don't. Uh, I think I don't know if I've ever heard anybody say that before, because uh, it makes sense. Because you know, all art would kind of build on itself. Like, uh, you know, there's a lot of, um, like artistic people, creative people tend to not be specific to one thing if they can. Right. Um, and they might not be great at it at other things, but I guess that would, would make sense that that would, that would contribute to, um, yeah, just seeing like just other people's beautiful writing and how, how it enhances a story. I try to incorporate that into what I do. Oh yeah. Yeah. Any uh, particular uh, examples of that, like writers that you find yes. uh, influence music or sound musical themselves? Um, <laughs> the pug. Uh, Faulkner. I read a, I've read a lot of Hemingway. 
E. Cummings, a lot of classic yeah. literary writers. I find they, they write, I think newer writers are more about, not everybody, but more about just creating a story. Whereas I think a lot of the older classic writers were more poetic. Yeah. And they had a rhythm or a style they were trying to, not for all their books, but like for each specific book, it had kind of a different rhythm or style to it.
heartbroken man Watch you slip from my hand And with no denial I stand here Thousand Roses. That I wrote that about um, being like hesitant or afraid to commit to someone. Mm-hmm. Like being in that headspace where you're not ready. You like a person, but you're not in that place where you can commit to them, and then the, it just kind of dissolves after that, after a torrid love affair or whatever. No. <laughs> so that wasn't really anything specific to my life, but. Oh, okay. um, it was I got that idea just from observing friends of mine and stuff so is it a thousand roses or a thousand roses thousand roses thousand roses okay um because you know the, the guys in the editor is going to ask me about that <laughs> that kind of had a almost like a spiritual feel probably the feel of it mostly but the um the ending was just being okay with what happened. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing, you, know, you can't fix anything. You can't control everything. So you just have to like, let it go. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, yeah. That's, that's was kind of like the, I always try to like, even though a lot of my songs are dark, um, I try to put a positive spin on them yeah. just to, just to know, let people know, you know, if you're going through this, It'll get better. It'll yeah. be fine. You'll be fine. So. Yeah. 
Just before I moved to Asheville, and it was back in 2000, sorry, no, when I moved to Asheville, 96, um, I uh, was kind of feeling lost in Atlanta, not knowing what I wanted to do, and I knew I liked the outdoors and wanted to get in the mountains, so I discovered Asheville, and I was kind of getting excited about moving here, and mm. Um, so I imagined myself once I moved here and started getting out in the woods, I would, it would find myself again. Yeah. And that's where the, here I am comes in. So it's basically a song I'm talking about somebody else, but it's basically me finding myself. Oh, okay. It had a, um, kind of a reggae beat. It felt yeah. Like. That, yeah. I like, yeah. I like the change. The rhythm change. It was, yeah. It's fun. You came, uh, you came from Atlanta. Was that? I know you said like you didn't you I guess you weren't happy in Atlanta you were looking for a place like Asheville but was it um was it for music was it for music related stuff or you just a general it, change of to move to Asheville yeah, yeah um I 
didn't know really what Asheville had to offer me musically. Mm-hmm. I didn't really research that, so I didn't know what I was walking into um, that way. Mm-hmm. I just knew I wanted to be in the mountains, and it seemed like a cool town. But when, when I got here, I discovered that there was a good, pretty decent music scene. So I started to play when I moved here, but then other things happened, and I dipped out of the music scene for a while. Oh, yeah. yeah. What have you, you've probably seen like a huge change in actual music. Oh yeah. It's become, it used to be a lot more bluegrass focused. Yeah. And I think it's, 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 that's still there and strong, but I think there's a lot of other music that's like, there's a good metal scene. There's a good, great jazz scene. Um, all the styles. I mean, they're, they're all here now and it's, it's exciting. Okay, that's it for part one. We'll have at least another couple of episodes from Steven. I really enjoyed talking to him, and uh, he's got a really really clear voice that I love. Don't tell him I said that. I don't think he's going to listen to this. Steven also plays regularly with our friends over at Western Carolina Writers, so look for them on Facebook. They also have shows uh, at least a few times a week with um, our friend Jesse Frizzell and Nick Mack and a rotating cast of characters. Steven is probably their uh, third most regular uh, entertainer after Jesse and Nick. Again, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, WNC Original Music, wherever you get your podcasts. And also follow us on Facebook and Instagram for extras such as videos and other uh, kinds of nonsense. The closing song this week is provided graciously by a band called The Crickets. They're a female Americana band from the Gulf Coast. They have a couple of releases out, and we'll put links to that in the show notes. They've been written up in Pace Magazine and No Depression, and they've won several awards, including a Song of the Year. It is Crickets with a K when you go to look them up, and their music is, again, at all the regular music places like Spotify and iTunes and on their website which is thecrickets.com and remember it's crickets with a K that's it for now I'm gonna go drink a gallon of honey have a good week